Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck, and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy one female orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. Are you looking for something to do this New Year's Eve? Then you're going to want to check out Fruition, our intersectional feminist-forward friends from Portland. Not only are they one of Locker Room Talk and Shot's favorite bands, they're also helping folks ring in 2022 with three nights of music, dancing, and next-level celebration. You can catch them on December 29th in Seattle at the Crocodile, and then again at the Wonder Ballroom on December 30th and New Year's Eve. Find out more about one of Portland's biggest New Year's Eve parties and fruition by visiting fruitionband.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-I-O-N band.com. You can also visit them on Facebook at, at Fruition and on Instagram at, at FruitionPDX. <laughs> the locker room talk topic for this episode is how to dominate your dude how to dominate your dude and today our guests are well of course a resident <laughs> russian dominatrix lucy is here to tell us all about how to how she dominated her dude. And we have a new guest, Cassidy. She will introduce herself shortly. She is not a dominatrix. Well, she kind of is in one aspect of her life. And in the other aspect of her life, she would consider herself a sub. And we will find all about that shortly. But first, I want to um, tell listeners about our last episode, which really does sort of link with this episode. It's called Pegging and the Patriarchy. Pegging and the Patriarchy. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't already listened to it, to go back and listen to it prior to listening to this episode because they tie together beautifully. And Lucy was in that episode as well and had quite a bit to say. Um, our shot for the episode, grabbing it now, is the Bend over Johnny. Now you are not going to find this anywhere on the internet except for our website, which is lockerroomtalkpodcast.com because it doesn't exist. I made it up. It is a twist on the dirty Shirley and the bend over Shirley. Um, and I will have the recipe up for you. Um, before we get started though, I want to give everybody an opportunity to do a quick introduction. Lucy, just, I mean, anyone who's listened already knows who you are, <laughs> but give them a quick rundown and your favorite episode so far that you've been on. Um, hi, everybody. It's me again, 
Lucy, <laughs> the Russian dominatrix. Um, and I have been on quite a number of episodes, but I think my favorite is toys, toys, toys as well. You brought all the toys. To I that. did bring all the toys. And we have yes. pictures of a giant mm-hmm. layout. And a spreadsheet. It's the, very important. And she has a spreadsheet of toys. <laughs> you can listen to that. Um, Cassidy entered it. You're new. You're a virgin yes. to this podcast. So I want to hear about you. Yes. This is my first time doing anything like this. Um, my name is Cassidy and I'm a personal trainer. So I guess that's where the dominatrix and the other aspect of my life comes into play. Cause all I get to do is tell people what to do. And you train them. men. Oh yeah. Yes. I really like making them do things that are quite humbling. And uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And it usually <laughs> takes some encouragement and motivation before they actually submit. Yeah. And, but when you hop in the sack. Yeah. Um, that tends to flip off entirely. And then I become the submissive. I definitely want to let go of that control and stop having to dictate all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, uh, we will be looking to you for some input because we talk to women on this podcast yeah. about sex. We're going to get some insight from you from the submissive point oh. of view. So ladies, let's raise our glasses. And let's talk about sex. Cheers. 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 Mm. This is a pretty good one. It does not taste alcoholic at all. It does not at all. Very dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a dangerous podcast for sure. It always is. <laughs> so I wanted to start off with um excuse me. I want to define what it means to be a dominant. What what does it even mean? Like we're talking about you being a dominatrix, we're talking about like dominating men. What does it mean to be like dominant? It's one thing I think to be dominant in life or like kind of in bed where you're like one person tells the other person what to do. But we're talking about something that like a dynamic between two people that goes beyond just like one person being a little bit more in charge than the other. So I tried to look up a clear definition um, so that it's clear what we're talking about. And what I came across, and Lucy, I'd like you to give me some, like your perspective on Mm -hmm. this uh, definition, is it is the person who leads or guides and protects a submissive partner during sex while having consensual control um, or power. So it's like a, a consensual control exchange. Yes, that's correct. Do you think that's like it's a yeah, it is a pretty accurate definition, right. I feel. All right, so something before we move on that I think would be interesting to talk about. Domination is a power dynamic. Um and I think that people think of the person who's the dominant role in a dom sub situation as having all of the control, but that's not true, right? That's correct. Yes. My signature phrase. Correct. I I imagine you say that a lot in bed. Occasionally. A lot just in life. Correct. That is correct. It's just because she knows all of the things. Indeed. And then she just is like, yes, that that is correct. You are correct about that. (laughs) Cassidy and Lucy know each other outside of the locker room. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So, in back to the question. In the domination type activity, the dominant or the top has 
they are in charge of the situation. But the submissive or the bottom, they are in control of the situation. So if the submissive... Wait, so the, the dominant is in charge. Yes. So you will take charge and you say whatever you need to say, up, down, sit, stand, suck my dick, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or dildo. Or dildo. And then the submissive is in control because they can say broccoli or red or whatever your safe word is. Pinnacle. And then everything will stop. Mm-hmm. And then you get to reevaluate... There's power in both positions. Absolutely. 100%. If I wanted him to stop, he's going to stop. Absolutely. Yeah. If he doesn't, it takes a very, very different turn. Right. So, so I, yeah, I think one really important, again, and we do this a lot in this podcast because sex has to be consensual. Mm-hmm. It has to be consensual or it's no longer sex. It's rape or sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So, and especially when you're playing in something that does involve, um, being hurt, being hurt uh, or discomfort, someone. whether that's physical mm-hmm. or mental or emotional consent is important. And there has to be a way to revoke consent. Uh, you know, there's not a blanket consent thing that happens in no. sex. It's not like, Oh, for the rest of the day, you can do whatever you want. No. Consent can be revoked. So, um, so cheers to being able to have like control and, and, and yeah. knowing consent can be revoked. You can take it away, people, always. All right. So I do want to talk a little bit about something that I found interesting. I really want to delve into like dominating um, a guy and why, why I am separating that from dominating a woman is because of the way we're socialized. I traditionally and socially and sexually, um, we've been socialized such that, uh, men are supposed to be in the dominant Mm -hmm. and this is, I'm, I'm talking very conventionally and obviously we're moving out of that as a society, but it's still, it is still a battle. 100%. It's prevalent. It's a prevalent Mm -hmm. thing, uh, where men are, in control and to be masculine means to be uh, in charge and powerful and women are submissive to men. Um, and so that's why I think uh, it's important to have a podcast specifically on dominating men. Mm-hmm. However, I think my re- like researching, like the, the sort of the psychology behind this, what I discovered is that men and women for many of the same reasons look to be dominated and or submissive, except one of the studies I looked into um, found that the, the more powerful a man is in the social world, meaning his job or whatever, like socially speaking, um, the more likely he is to want to be dominated. However, the more powerful a woman is, the more likely she is to want to dominate and um, be sadistic. The more powerful man was in the outer world, the more he wanted to be mm-hmm. submissive in bed and the opposite for women, which is kind of interesting because Cassidy, that's not true for you. You are in a power position in your job. Yeah. And in our home life, it has to be balanced. Have which, you ever dominated your guy um, in bed? The only time I become very dominant is when it's very oral related. 
yeah. he that's where he likes to just kind of lay there and and take it and i can be i like to be giving in a way and i know he likes to be dominant so sometimes being submissive also feels like i'm really playing into that need to give right yeah i think that's the only time it really happens and it's it feels like i'm still being submissive because he's basically telling he's me, telling like, you what yeah, to do you're gonna be the one that's gonna now do all the work i'm gonna lay here and just take it do what you want but you're doing everything right so yeah. lucy are you ever submissive with your partner um sort of in the same in the same way but um a quick comment to to cassidy's uh, little uh topic the that is i think that's what it's called Topping from the bottom. Topping from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a term. For there's it. a term for that. There's a term for everything. Of course, yes, there is. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you are still being topping, submissive, but, but dominating at mm-hmm. the same time. Um. I guess occasionally I will be more submissive or more switchy, but it is also more in a giving mm-hmm. scenario. So it is where, like, he, he, like, your husband's requesting it kind of thing? Yeah, because, I mean, he, obviously, he will request things. Like, this weekend is all about requests. Yeah. <laughs> For us. Um, so, yeah, he will request several things. Like, what? That, what does he request? Um, he requests to be just tied up and abandoned for, like, 30 minutes. So you tie him up and then you just leave him yep. there. And I just leave him there. And then he just hangs out. And then I come back and maybe, you know, suck his dick for right. a while. while he is tied up. Correct. Yeah. And um, so he gets cross. to kind of request, request what he wants to have happen. Well, of course. Yeah. All right. Have you ever requested to be submissive? Mm, no. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't really, imagine. Knowing you outside, like, I really can't imagine that. Mm-mm. No, I feel like... I enjoy like, being ravished, but that's right. still not a submissive That's thing. definitely not submissive. No. That's just like, yes, praise me, because yeah. I am the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't picture you uh, being yeah, no, submissive ever. Not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's get down to the brass tacks of dominating your dude. Let's, mm-hmm. like, really dig in. Like, mm-hmm. Where do I you guess, start? Well, <laughs> and... So let's say you're just going along in your relationship, yet this relationship that's, I don't know, new or newish or whatever, and you're fucking and it seems okay. And then one day, like, your guy starts to bring up, like, oh, you know, how it's happened to me, just sort of like, someone asked me, I'm five foot tall, folks, (laughs) five foot tall. And the guy said, are you ever the big spoon? And I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) Like... Well, technically, no, I'm never the big spoon, but I know what this, I know what this is heading into. Um, and then, you know, like, the, I think if you're intuitive to your partner, you can tell when they're kind of like, oh, have you ever done this or that? Mm-hmm. Usually in my experience, the entry <laughs> to <Ba-dum-ba>. someone <laughs> entry me about, um, dominating them is they bring up butt stuff and pegging Mm -hmm. Um, pegging for sure but butt stuff Hmm. um for me at least like the idea of pegging which i have not done officially with a strap on but i have like definitely had experience with Mm -hmm. um similar acts leads into the domination talk 
How interesting. It, pegging, really? <laughs> you, you don't... I didn't... That was not the first thing that we addressed. It was definitely tying up to not be like to surrender that control the control of movement was the first thing right that was surrender so not butt stuff no no it it wasn't butt stuff butt stuff came much later is it just me or we are going to do a podcast on butt stuff but i swear to god (laughs) butt stuff with guys comes up so frequently and so quickly that's absolutely i no matter yeah i butt stuff comes up a lot all the time like before before i've even met them they're like so how do you feel about the butt you know it's like (laughs) it happens it's 100 (laughs) percent a thing i'm wondering if it might be because i have been in this relationship for such a long time so we started out at a much younger age yeah i don't know i don't know but guys Hmm. either want to like bang my butt or have me bang their butt and it like is something that it like when i was dating extensively on tinder i couldn't like i hadn't even gotten to date one and 90 percent of my conversations huh. with men would um I, maybe it was the photos i had on my profiles <laughs> i don't know but it very i i hmm. and i had a lot of men who would match with me and right off the bat start to ask do, do this an ass That's got crazy. me dominating, the, but it very hmm. quickly went to their ass. Hmm. An ass was brought up. So apparently, pegging is a thing everybody enjoys. So, Please refer yeah. to our podcast. Cheers <laughs> to pegging <laughs> to the other podcast we <laughs> just did the other week. Pegging and the patriarchy. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So speaking of that, so first of all, let's make it clear: pegging isn't always part of being dominated, right? Of course not. Well, but you and I say, of course not. But people might. Um, think it's an inherent part of dominating a man you Hmm. a man can be dominated without you pegging him correct yes of course you can it the notion of domination is so so vast it really has no end and it really is so specific to the individual that you are with and i do recommend other than instant butt stuff um maybe not going for the butt first (laughs) (laughs) just have a discussion of what you genuinely want um out of the whole situation because it can be just hundreds and hundreds of different things um i actually have a little there will be a picture of this but there is lucy brought books i did bring books it is um it is this interesting document it's actually a document that is called the btsm contract that there will be lawyers (laughs) concocted wait real lawyers yeah so it's an actual contract that you can refer to and i like it because it has many different um things it's like a workbook it looks like a workbook but you can sign it if you want, but one of the reasons I I like it is is it has quite a few of the domination things like Neiman. the yes box, hard limit, soft limit. So you can check a bunch of things off like anal sex, fellatio, fellatio. I just like that one. Cunnilingus, <laughs> dildos, enemas, breast play. Clit pumps, genital sex, licking massages, modeling, nipple clamps, phone sex, playing parties, pussy worship. That sounds nice. Um, (laughs) Cock rings, cock worship, ice cubes, and hundreds. Yes. 
I I feel like Cassidy, and it just I'm, keeps I'm feeling going. A, I'm feeling a theme with Cassidy. She like sorry, you are. You have an oral words. oral fixation over there. <laughs> well, um, also the words just sound so entertaining. Why wouldn't you just want to say them? They flow off the tongue. They do. Oh, off yes. the tongue. Um, See, sex swings, bondage, puns. chains, gags, gates of hell. I don't even know what that is. Gates of hell. Google that uh, later. <laughs> Hoods, immobilization, specific. leather restraints. There are hundreds. Vanilla sex. Oh, that's a thing. That's... Water sports. Mm, yes. Wait, there's we a, have a, main, we there's have... a podcast about that. Cassidy, have you not listened to our water sports podcast? Well, okay. You have, you have to also up. keep in mind, I'm a personal trainer. So <laughs> when I hear water sports, like as kinky as I get in the bedroom, that will always instinctively make me think of like water aerobics and uh, start going uh, the personal uh, training uh, route. Uh, uh, and I instantly detach from <laughs> the sexual stuff and instantly like, what do you mean? Yeah. Mm. Education scenes, <laughs> feminization, um, yeah, cockoddle, voyeurism, masks, and it just keeps going forever. Um, so many, many, many. So things. it's something people, this, so folks, because you can't see it and please check out our social media because there will be photos of the books. There'll be photos of the toys, but this is pretty cool. It mm-hmm. is literally a BDSM contract that is a small workbook that you can do with your partner in advance mm-hmm. to find out what they're open to, what they're not open to. You can make an agreement, which is, Unfortunately, very much like Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> the eyes roll. Um, but uh, it like in advance, like having some idea of what you're, what you guys are interested in. For sure, definitely. Um, discussion is everything. You have to be at least partially on the same pages, right? Um, or else it's not going to work out very and well so for not, you. Not everybody <clears throat> will want pegging, and that's an, something that's agreed upon. But while we're on this subject, I do want to bring up that uh, I did have a listener who listened to our pegging podcast, and this is a good time to – it was a man um, who had man friends who like to talk about pegging and they had questions for us, which I thought was. I still feel like that's like sorcery. A man talking to other men about pegging. What? Yeah. Men don't talk to each other. I I mean, they did. They did. And then they. You are, you sir are a a marvel. We, in fact, did you hear that? You're a marvel. A marvel. And your friends. Your marvels. Your questions, however, suspect. So (laughs) the question, there were two questions and Mm -hmm. I want to answer them really quickly. The first question about pegging. First of all, let us reiterate. Pegging is not always part of being dominated, uh, but can be. Question number one, if I make the girl peg me with a dildo shaped like my own penis, is that considered masturbating? We'll be right back. My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the lady by for toe curling blended O's 
all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. It's a very interesting question. I responded Mm. personally by saying, it sounds more like you're fucking yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think it plays more into your own, not saying you have a big ego by any means, but it plays into the ego, so to speak. You want your, you like your dick so much you want it in your ass? Yeah. Like it's got (laughs) to be a pride thing. Like, I bet my dick is so amazing. I want to fuck myself. And that's not a bad thing oh, to have that yeah. confidence. Hell no. Like, Confident. at all. Like, my dick's great. Hell yeah, I want to s- experience it in my ass. You know what? And so you think we're joking, but the reality is there is a company out there. And Cassie, you know about this. Yes. That you, it's like Clona Willy. Maybe that's not the name of no, it. No, it is Clona Willy. They probably have generic off-brands too, but the one I specifically looked at was Clona Willy. You can... Uh, have if if you have a man whose cock you would like to be able to enjoy while he's not around, you can literally have his cock copied. Yeah, my boyfriend and I started off long distance, right? And so that was kind of one of our ideas of intimacy long distance was being able to exchange phone sex. But my idea was using a clone Willie, so it was like a way to have him here nice. without him here. And I thought that would definitely stroke his ego. No pun intended. Mm -hmm. Um, And it did. And I just dropped the ball on actually doing it. Didn't happen. But the the whole point is, well, their question may have been in jest. It's actually possible. For sure. You can have your partner fuck you with your own cock. Which is pretty kinky. Not masturbation. It's still a separate object. So, no. That, I, so our final answer is no, it's not yeah. masturbation, but yes, you can fuck yourself. That's, <gasps> right. So uh, the yeah. second question that I want to answer personally, and I actually thought it was a great question because I, I do want to clarify this. Uh, they asked because I, they, they were on our social media, I believe, and saw that when I do posts, I hashtag. And one of the hashtags I put up is LGBTQ. And they asked, how come is she using this LGBTQ hashtag? I thought this was a heterosexual act. You are correct, sir. It, it, it like, in fact, it is, uh, as we talked about, uh, more of a heterosexual act. The reason why I use the LGBTQ hashtag is because I'm queer as fuck. I'm bisexual. And it is a podcast that is created by a queer woman, me. And I have a lot of queer women on this. So uh, it speaks to the LGBTQ community. But I think that's a good question um, because I I don't want there to be confusion. Mm -hmm. Um, Heterosexual men should feel comfortable getting pegged if that's what they want or fucked by their own cock if that's what they want. Like, it does not mean you are queer. So moving on, we wanted to answer those questions and we will answer all your questions if you send them to me. Or as many as we can. That's right. At Annette, A-N-N-E-T-T-E, at sheexploreslife.com or join our happy hour. It's called Locker Room Talk and Shots Happy Hour Facebook group where you can submit questions and have them answered on this Mm -hmm. podcast. But let's move on. Well, first of all, cheers to wanting to fuck yourself with your own cock. Yeah. Sir. Go you. Hats off to you. We appreciate you. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
That's interesting. Theoretically. But he is trying to appreciate himself even yes. further. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate that. Indeed. Uh-huh. But um, back to our... Our, our teaching, how, teaching, teaching teaching women how to dominate their man. So I mean, lovely gay gentlemen with gay gentleman partners can also dominate they, dominate their man. For sure, for everyone. It's for everybody. I think Don't though discriminate. Yeah, domination yeah. is for everyone. I think though it's. Um, I think a lot of women mm-hmm. oftentimes are confused if they have a male partner that. That that wants to be more submissive, Um, it can create feelings of confusion. And then if you're like, all right, well, let's give this a try. It's like, well, where do I even start? If like, how do I, how do I get into this role? And then how do I approach it? Mm -hmm. So, some of the questions I wanted to ask for someone um, whose partner has asked them, and they're like, let's get started. What? Like the first thing I would think is, oh, well, maybe I need to go out shopping and get some equipment to is yes. No. No. First, no, definitely not. <laughs> Don't go shopping. Do not go shopping Lame. right away. <laughs> I, I of course am like toys. I, I want toys. Mm. But no, for the first thing you want to do is research. Right. Yes. You are not gonna I do not recommend going out and buying things that are random that you know nothing about right definitely uh find some books online there are quite a few we will uh post them can you name two uh, first of all this contract is yes. important get is, go, get the bdsm contract by i it, there's no buy it is literally it's like there's a digital version and we are gonna have yeah. on your contracts mm-hmm. yellow mm-hmm. so my guess is that's maybe it is just bdsm contracts and you can just download one all right, we'll look it up. We'll get you the mm-hmm. answer to that. And what's your favorite book? Um, I, did, I actually my favorite is the Total Sex by Nina Harley. We'll have to look it up. Total yeah. Sex. Mm-hmm. I I actually loaned it to someone, so I didn't get a chance to bring it. But uh, she actually has an audiobook as well, mm-hmm. and she has been in the industry for many many years. And she's a lovely, um, lovely lady. And I. She covers quite a bit in her book about everything, mm-hmm. uh, as well as um, uh, BTSM and submission and domination stuff. So I highly recommend. It's like a really good overview about all sorts of sexy time stuff. Right. So definitely recommend that one. And then this one is The Art of Central Female, I guess, because my Is cat- it torn up? It is. My cat ate it. <laughs> Normally it's my dog. Oh I know. My God. My, this book my is like, it, it looks like a rat got a dummies. hold of it. No, it was a cat. I don't know why she would covers. The art. Yeah, she, I, like, I think your cat <laughs> might be a dominatrix. She might be. The Art of Sensual Female dominance, Dominance. <laughs> and um, a Guide for Women by Claudia Varin. Redefining what it means to be a pussy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Redefining what it means to be a so pussy. This one is pretty it. good. Wait, is that on there? Actually, or did you just no, make that she up? Just, just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then screw the roses, send me the thorns. Yes, that's the name of the book by that who? Is by Philip Miller and Molly Devon. All right, so you 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 need to read, people. You know, and, uh, I imagine as you're listening to this, you're like, womp womp, great. That's okay because there are other options. Here you go. <laughs> So uh, there are a number of Reddit subgroups. There is um, 
a domination, BTSM ones, role reversal ones. They are really nice as well. They're pretty, uh, pretty nice to their members and they have quite a bit of information as well. You can ask questions. You What's can read. What's your favorite Reddit group in that area? Um, so I, I like the gentle femdom one. Um, and the and just the fandom community are the two that I would definitely recommend, like. mm-hmm. uh, especially the gentle one. If you are a lovely, gentle lady, and are, not, are you are you a lovely, gentle lady? When I have to be, <laughs> um, you know, it's all very I, you are gentle, <laughs> very. All right, when I'm going to be transparent. I've banged Lucy before, and you really bit me hard. I don't know. I've mm. sported some hardcore bruises. <laughs> Your bruise like a peach. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> to peach bruising. No one has ever described me as a peach before, Lucy. This oh, is no, there. there you go. I bruise like a peach. It makes me sound very... We'll be right back. Start the new year off with a bang. My code explores 15 gets you 15% off womanizer.com's famous pleasure air text sex toys. You know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium too. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction, blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. It's okay. I actually also bruise like a peach. I tried out a whip on my on myself the other day. You tried out wait, you tried out what? Um I one of the new whips we purchased and I tried it on myself and I had bruises for like a week. That was hilarious. She comes in and she's like, I didn't even use it yet. I just was experimenting. Mm -hmm. And then there's this massive bruise you would expect. From the sub to be the one that has that. I know. Well, also, so I would like to point out, she's, she, as a dom, you try out the whips on yourself first to make sure you know, of, well, all right. Right. You say, of course, but (laughs) I wouldn't have thought. I, yes. Well, if you are, um, uh, any new equipment. You should try on yourself before first you be, use before it you use it on anyone else. So those definitely are the good starting points. Do not reading, researching, reading and researching, because if you decide you are into spanking, you have your hands there. You like you, you don't need extra there. tool, and as well as Annette will post a fabulous spanking spoon. spanking spoon. You've got one at home, I promise you. You just grab a bam- like you if you have um a any spoon. a wood yes, a wooden spoon. You have one, there you go. Right. Spanking utensil. You have a nice hairbrush with a handle, oh. yet again, another spanking utensil. Not to product shout, but Wet and Wild has a really nice panel and that works Wait, well. 
Wet and Wild Wet has a and paddle, wild or is, is a it brush a brush company? And I'm not gonna lie, it is a solid paddle. So for spanking, that is a perfect brush to have around the it's house. A, it's a brush, Wet and Hair Wild brush. brush. Yeah. Just start there, folks. Start literally. So if you want to dominate your man and paddle him, that would be the subtlest way. Go to Target and pick up a Wet and Wild brush, and then just mm-hmm. be like, "Huh? Or about you're interested or in spanking." Great. Look at this thing. That I you could brush your hair first and the then house. beat him and then brush your hair again. Indeed. That would be hot. Look like but you can goddess. also make some eggs and use the bamboo <laughs> spoon. <laughs> I mean, wash nice, it. A bamboo spatula. A bamboo spatula. Yeah. Great stuff. So, yes, start with the things you have in your household. You can first. be domestic and dominate. Indeed. Oh, cheers to that. You can yes. be a domestic diva and dominate your dude. Mm. <laughs> I picture like a weird uh, 50s housewife styled apron, but underneath it, the dominatrix attire, mm, but then yes. that's still 50s hairstyle and makeup. <sighs> Like a weird blend of the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have ideas now. Yeah. I'm kind of well because that'd be a fun role I, play. I think. I think so. I think I may start dipping my toe further in the water. I have an opportunity to do so. So this is actually a 101 <laughs> for me. I mean, I've been, I've topped people. I would not say I've hardcore fully dominated a guy before, but I am very. I've definitely topped. Um, and I have found that uh, the idea has been a turn on recently. Mm-hmm. So these questions are great for me. Mm-hmm. So starting by reading, blah, blah, blah. Fine. I've done that. Um, so next level. Step, step two. Mm-hmm. Step two. Now that you've read and you kind of know, what would you like if you were to put together a beginner's kit to domination, mm-hmm. what would you suggest to go out and get? For your beginner's kit. Handcuffs. <laughs> That's true. Depends on your ha- handcuffs. I would recommend I leather restraints. Oh, yes. Be those better. Are better. For those sure. Are handcuffs are very harsh on your wrists. So you're looking for something that is restraining but comfortable. And yes, and wide. Um, one of the like completely random glorious restraints that no one has ever thinking of is saran wrap what i know it's great hold on she's pulling out saran wrap i am like a dominatrix you can get shit look at this it's on a roller so you can buy this at any packaging store there will be a picture but this is a lovely restrain option because then you just throw it away and you literally wait can- <laughs> i want you to yeah i want to feel it put it on my arm so this yeah i've seen it in horror movies <laughs> but it's very wide wait, so it wait. shouldn't reduce your circulation which you have to worry about occasionally if you are restraining too much mm-hmm. um so you need to make sure all your appendages are circulating properly yes so you can just do that there's a video. You yeah. can watch it on that stuff. And then just keep going in a and there's like a bedpost and then you can just wrap it around a bedpost. And the person is restrained and you are done. And then you can And then you can go cover dinner up while they're restrained. Sure. <laughs> yes. Wow, I'm Yeah, this is awesome. Um I do recommend 
if you are using saran wrap, purchasing some nice safety scissors so you can cut it off. In okay. case something. <laughs> now you're now I'm, I'm tied to the table and I'm... <laughs> and it's also nice because it sticks to itself mm-hmm. and you don't need to have any other restraining situations. Nice. Yeah. I would have never thought of that. Yes, it's actually a very good starting kit because I think it's probably, I don't know, $7 for a huge roll. And you can last you months and months and months. So, yeah, that's a a really good one as a starter kit. Cheers to Saran Wrap. (laughs) Saran Wrap, many uses, everybody. I'm just going to say that that was something unexpected. That you just that I didn't see that coming. Quite the plot twist. Boom. Uh, back to domesticity. Those <laughs> sp- spatulas and so spatulas and saran wrap. Yeah. That's your starting point. Mm-hmm. Domestic dominance. Don't need to buy anything fancy. Um, so yes, definitely start with that, and then, and then. Whoops. Part three. Part three. <laughs> All right. Let's. Cause if be, you have decided, you've read, like you've read, you are you've gone reading. through the kitchen, you've gotten the saran wrap, you've gotten the spatula, you've gotten the, I don't know, rolling pin. I don't know. You're just like now. You're what? just pulling out, <laughs> pulling out objects. Newspaper. That's a weird one. Works well. Or mm. a magazine. Mm. Starting with that. A yeah, that's pretty basic. Rolled up newspaper. Back to, back to the domesticity. Yeah. Okay. So part three. Here we go. I recommend, yet again, finding out what your person likes. Uh, But your next utensils will probably, if they enjoy impact play, your next ideas would be floggers and crops. Right. Uh, Getting those or paddles. I have also a nice... That paddle has holes in it. For aerodynamics. One is a heart. I know. Isn't that cute? Because (laughs) it's a loving act. Indeed. Um, so paddles are nice. Um, crops are nice. And floggers are nice. Those need a little more practice because they cover a much bigger area usually. Mm-hmm. And and um, there are definitely tutorial videos right. all across the internet um, on how to do it properly. Right, right. But definitely start practicing on a pillow before you hit anyone <laughs> with anything so you know how to hit the target, <laughs> how to actually hit the target and not hit vital organs. Right. Very important. Right. Be gentle and careful and, you know, know kind of be mindful of what you're trying to do. Um, the next step, yet again, if you have graduated from saran wrap to different restraints, and if you are willing to shell the money out, definitely buy nicer leather ones. Um, I have some here as well. Like that's a collar. Uh, no, it's a oh, that's ankle. a restraint. Yeah, it's an ankle restraint. But like, you really want to get something that is very more higher quality because the. Before we had these, we had a couple of other ones that were not um, as sturdy. Right. So they And broke they down. break down pretty quickly. They're not as comfortable. Um, 
the especially for res- restraining purposes if you start pulling on them yeah they will fall apart so much quicker so, so if you decide investing. to invest invest money like it's right. a, it's a lot of money right. um that you're looking into and then people will invest in furniture also spend the money and don't <laughs> buy crappy furniture so what, what what kind of what kind of furniture uh with like what are what is that we'll be right back kick off the new year with a jaw dropping 30% off of some of the hottest sex toys and my favorite gleam lube with code explorers30 when you shop thethruster.com known as the home of the incredible build your own thruster prime thethruster.com is also partnered with lassiere.com where you'll find gorgeous vibrating steel toys and boutiquevoila.com where you can grab a vibrating lipstick a rubber ducky that gets lucky or even get pounded by Thor's hammer, literally, all for 30% off with code EXPLORES30. Just head to thethruster.com where you'll find The Thruster, Lassier, and Boutique Voila and enjoy 30% off your site-wide purchases with code EXPLORES30 at checkout. Cheers. Um, There, yet again, there's hundreds and versions and variations of different furniture. If you're a good carpenter, you can make your own. Ooh. Yes. So, but like a spanking bench. I know a that spanking you have, bench. What else? Um, you can get a queening table or a queening chair. It's well, literally a stool type contraption with a hole in it. Kind of reminds you of a toilet seat, but you can sit on it, and the gentleman's face gets to lick your pussy. Oh, you <laughs> sit on it and you put him under. Yes. That sounds wonderful. God. It is lovely. Um, but this way your Cassidy, legs don't get tired. Cassidy, as you're listening to this, have you for even a moment been like, oh, maybe? Well, some of the stuff I've done already. Um, from a sub perspective, I mm-hmm. do want to add, though, um, a good intro for a spanking tool would be like those leather whips that have more tassel-oriented ends. Loggers. Those are, Loggers. Yeah, those. Mm-hmm. They're a lot softer, so they they're not as painful, so especially if they're like experimenting and they may not be as like open-minded to this stuff, or right. they're like just testing the waters with it that's mm-hmm. a good way to kind of dip your toes because for me that was the same thing it was just like a this has been taboo like all my life this seems like a regressed but kind of playing into that very naughty perspective right um and then from there it progresses because the threshold of pain is very different obviously how hard your dominant swings is always gonna dictate the pain and, levels, and they but. need to learn to swing at whatever works for you yeah you started like zero <laughs> yeah very gently and and yes cassidy is correct floggers are a lot less impactful and they're a lot more gentle as an impact tool so right. that would be a, a good, good one intro. do not buy a rubber one no those are not beginner definitely the ones with the longest widest leather leather you can get will be the most gentle floggers and then as they get thinner and smaller then the more impactful i mean wooden paddles Mm -hmm. are pretty painful depends on how hard you swing (laughs) right okay 
It's, I mean, it all it depends what, on the swing because you can make anything hurt realistically if right. you swing hard enough. Right, mm-hmm. right. But yeah, so those are the starting tools. What, what, I'm like thinking what other things. So here, I have a good question for mm-hmm. you. And this is something that comes up for me knowing that like I, I have had the request and then been in the situation. Before you even start, you have to get in the mind frame, right? Like being dominant is a, or dominating someone is a mind frame a little mm-hmm. bit. Do you have suggestions for someone who's like, all right, well, I didn't think I'd be dominating my guy. Mm-hmm. He wants that. I'm open to trying it. How do you move into that headspace? Do you play eye of the tiger? Oh, some good questions. No. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Put the but- robe on. Just start. <laughs> Jogging in place. Yeah, yeah you was- can you can do that. I mean, it, yet again, it is very dependent on the person that you are and whatever gets you into this headspace that you need to be in. Some things can be very simple, I guess. Um, having your gentleman undress you, for example, and oh. if he prefers, and like telling he, him to. Yeah, so he's like, okay, well, we are ready for not quite the start, obviously, but the before the start. I need you to go pick out the lingerie you think I will be the sexiest in, for example. Uh-huh. And so they can go do that. And then she's like, okay, now you get to undress me so they can undress you. Um, if you like high heels or, or, dis, or, or the other way around, you can tell them to bring you the heels that you want them mm-hmm. to wear. So attire does help especially well and then that's a good way to lead into dominating by asking or not asking telling them yes to do and i guess maybe that is a starting point learning how to tell someone to do something as opposed to asking i think women especially were prone to like ask questions be apologetic all of that stuff like Mm -hmm. oh i'm sorry i meant this like learning how to get rid of all of that conditioning and being like yes go get this for me now do this for me Mm -hmm. now blah 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 uh like Get my clothes, lay them out, go wait in the other room while I dress or whatever. Like exactly. That, that would be a nice entry point. Mm-hmm. Think like Beyonce. She's the queen. <laughs> I love Oh, okay. Well, we are definitely drinking to Beyonce. <laughs> to Beyonce. I mean, though, I'm sure the woman commands 7,000 people of staff on a daily basis. Put on your favorite Beyonce song, a good pair of heels, mm-hmm. and just like pose in front of the mirror for mm-hmm. a bit and i think that will help That'll bring, help bring on the yeah. channel your inner beyonce i like that or whoever is your idol rihanna um rihanna strikes me as a dominant personality yeah See? Mm-hmm. i would anticipate her being like i will own you and i would probably submit pretty quickly <laughs> He'd be like, okay. Well, so that's interesting. Wait a second. And this is a segue and would be a different podcast. <laughs> Cassidy, would you be your heterosexual? Would you be willing to submit to a woman? Would that I, be a turn on? Honestly, kind of. Cause like, and I'm a very transparent person, so I don't mind opening up about this. Like I've watched like girl on girl porn before. Like right. that stuff is a little bit of a turn on. So uh-huh. I would probably submit. So it'd, be probably in like a three-way right where Mm -hmm. i would see that most realistically playing out but yeah kind of i think it just goes into that submissive type where it's like okay and moment and it doesn't always have to be completely sexually right right you can you can be you can dominate someone without doing like truly fucking or anything oh absolutely sexually it can just be 
tying up or you can be spanked by somebody or you mm-hmm. like without genitals ever touching. Yeah, no, you don't absolutely do not have to touch any sort of genitalia to any other genitalia. Um, since it is more of a control and release situation, it's not necessarily always sexual. Right. And sometimes just a good spanking is a very relaxing, releasing activity for somebody. And it doesn't necessarily have to be. So well, that was one, one of the questions I was going to bring up is duration of domination and this, this kind of dynamic. Is there an optimal duration of time? Is there like a limit where you're like this, don't go beyond this or no? Um, I don't know if there's a limit necessarily, but usually, yeah. I mean, if you're having a lovely time, you could just keep going. When you have a time crunch, you, you usually want to have kind of an idea what you are going to do in your domination top activity so you will set up a little scene he's like hey here's the things we're gonna do a b c d and then you just go through the scene and then when it's over it's over and it can be 30 minutes or it can be uh, two hours it all really depends on what you lined up for yourself to do right so give or take an hour (laughs) right probably is a good time because after that, everybody's kind of tired. <laughs> right. So like th- that it brings is. me to mm-hmm. very important question or topic, mm-hmm. aftercare. Very important, yes. Can you explain what aftercare is? Um, so aftercare is when your scene is over and you kind of, you're, you're done. You're, you're done, done dominating. You're done dominating. But you're not. You're not. No, yes. You, you always want to check in with your person and see how they're feeling, if they're euphoric, if they need anything, be it a glass of water. That's when your domination hat comes it kind of comes off and your caring hat comes on. Right. And you're like, okay, I need you like what do you need to do? Um to just like de- kind of decompress or just enjoy the last um So you euphoric. care yes. You absolutely at that point. So what and that's something people may not realize is that being a submissive and being dominated or like whether that whatever that includes creates a euphoric oftentimes for the mm-hmm. sub creates a euphoric feeling. For sure. You're- this isn't all about the genitals. It's about like the euphoria you experience. Mm-hmm. Like your brain kind of buzzes and it's everything mm-hmm. feels slightly electric. Like you're, you know, you it's ecstatic like electricity almost. I yeah. feel like it's just right. So at buzzy. the end, you can't just leave someone oh, hanging. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> you have to care give. Yeah, you you ask them what they need, and it might be a glass of water or a snuggle. You can just lie there in each other's arms and just enjoy the moment uh, for however long it needs to happen, or get some water, or I don't know, a sandwich. Some people are yeah. hungry. <laughs> a weird way to explain it might be mm-hmm. like a similarity to um, when your like foot or leg falls asleep. How you kind of need to move it out and it's that weird mm-hmm. it's in a euphoric sense but you kind of get like this staticky feeling where it's just totally like, that needs to subside um, right and that caregiving portion will step in to help that subside but it takes a moment um and if you don't i guess play to that aftercare perspective you could ruin that right and mm-hmm. then it could all even that be build negative. Up. yeah and then this is going to get really weird but from a personal training biomechanical sense that's going to correlate to more back problems like knee problems it'll start to translate to stuff outside of the bedroom right in physical a weird, pain yeah pain. so if you're 
appropriately dominating, you're also doing appropriate aftercare. And I guess metaphorically, like, creating that similar attachment to a workout can help you assess, like, think of it like a cool down. Right. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, necessi- cool down. it's a necessity to the ideal factor of being able to duplicate that same process over and over again and not feeling like you need to take a long break before you're ready to reapproach the situation. Mm-hmm. Huh. And also definitely after you have done the activity and the aftercare is over, um, I recommend talking about it the next day. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If you are, I mean, if like, you, if you are in, in a partnership situation then, and you see the partner every single day, then definitely chat with him the next morning or the next afternoon and be like, hey, let's talk about yesterday. How did it feel? Is there any like comments, questions, concerns? Right. Like you definitely want to address to see what worked, to see what didn't. Like they will definitely have something to say like, hey, next time hit me harder or leave me for a little bit longer or whatever it might be. Hopefully they will be willing to let you know how this can be even a more amazing experience right. the next time. And if you are not in a cohabitative situation, definitely like give them a call, make sure they're okay. Because sometimes, even if everything was great and you, the feeling of euphoria and whatnot, sometimes like sometimes something will cautious. Yeah, something will come up that was not quite correct in your scene situation. Something and, that caused issues for them or triggered yeah. or triggered negative things exactly. for them. But then they didn't tell you. Because they were euphoric. Right. And then you really want to make sure that if such a thing happened, they are, they're willing to let you know. And then when the next scene arrives, you can adjust for that situation. Nice. Yeah. So communication is definitely the most important. And you can't, you can't get offended or upset. You need to be super open-minded and receptive of any criticism like you can't think i'm the, i'm a dom i'm the best thing that ever happened to you like <laughs> and there's always like nothing is perfect there's always room for improvement right so take everything as a learning opportunity because you can be even more amazing the next time all right um well let's just fucking drink <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ready. That's my oh shit! Spot. I've been like I was kind. I think it's was this always my drink? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> it is Saturday afternoon. I have like I've also hit my microphone like a couple of times, which tells me maybe I've. That's all right. Bend over, Johnny is mm. bending. Bendy, bending me. <laughs> it is bending me over. Um. All right. Last but not least. Mm-hmm. Let's address ideas, myths, things we want to debunk about the idea of, like, having a male partner who wants uh, to be dominated. Um, I want to talk about the stigmatism. And I think a lot of women have, like, a hard time. Like, I would say, and I, I guess I should speak to it because I think I typically like to be more dominant or top in my female mm-hmm. Um connections. And then I like to be topped with my male connections. And I definitely, uh, early, you know, early on when I had men who clearly wanted me to be more dominant, um, I struggled with feeling 
feminine and attractive in those connections or like I felt confused by that dynamic, which totally goes back to the patriarchy and like um, the gender roles that we've been assigned, which are all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of want to talk about that. Like what, what are some of the myths? How do we debunk them? And then how do we move past them so we can have just like, you know, like when you're fucking guy was just like yeah maybe take control like how do we fight that Mm -hmm. i feel like as a person who dominates many men cassidy (laughs) you need to quickly (laughs) tell us all that's true that's your career your job is to yeah to make people do stuff yeah actually i just got certified as a behavior change specialist too so Well, Um, that's fascinating. Really, it kind of stems down to more like you need to start asking yourself in-depth questions of why are you even assuming if your heterosexual male partner wants to be dominated, why are you assuming it might be that means he might be swinging the other direction or he's feminine? Yeah, feminine than masculine. Yeah. Like well, you, and isn't it problematic that we we equate femininity or being female with weakness being, and being yeah. submissive? And I think the only way to really break down why you assume that and get over it is to actually understand on a deeper level why you actually think that. As long as everyone's consenting, consenting, I'm a big believer in like let your freak flag fly. Right. As, as long, long as, as everyone's consent. consent, do what you want. This like. Life is so short and so stressful, and there's so much we can't control. This can be one of the best outlets for you, the healthiest outlets from a just physiological health standpoint to a mental health standpoint. Why wouldn't you cater to your desires? So if you don't want to be judged for your own freak flag, because let's be honest, you are either kinky or you are a liar. (laughs) Yeah. Do that internal reflection. If you don't want to be judged for the weird things that you think you are into, why are and, you judging and we them? We know for that? when you turn porn on, no one, no one goes to, hey, vanilla sex porn. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. we're all watching porn. Absolutely. Like I identify as straight, but when I watch porn, sometimes it's like threesomes or it's just pure yeah. lesbian porn. Like there's right. nothing wrong with that, and that doesn't change like my sexual orientation. Right. But it's like just like just in- wanting to be a, a, a submissive doesn't change the masculinity of the man asking yeah. for it. And yet. it. Like me being submissive in the bedroom doesn't change that. Like if I feel there's a time and place where I need to be dominant outside of the bedroom, I'm willing to step into that position. Right. It's about like the whole concept of what we're ultimately trying to achieve in life is and especially shifting away from that conservative thought is accepting each other for what we want and what others want and being able to embrace that applies either sexually or non-sexually. Right. And so I think it's more breakdown really. Why are you judging to begin with roles reversed? What if like your more conservative thought was actually the problem and everyone's right. pegging these days and you're the you're asshole not. that's not <laughs> wanting to peg well, your I boyfriend. Mean, like wh- what if, what it if makes that's you the case? boring in bed. I mean, exactly. Like, like I even can... made a joke to Lucy. I felt like I was boring for being straight. <laughs> oh. I was like, no. At end of the day, I was like, we shouldn't be judging it. If the end, no. of, if we're all trying to achieve happiness, don't be that asshole. That's like you're gross for being wanting to be pegged. It's like no. If he wants to be pegged, you're either into it or not. 
Right. Let him find a partner who's into it if you're not, so you can find a partner who's also not into it. And right. You can enjoy yourself more. I mean, some people really love vanilla sex. Yeah, it's like, in just, like, the Bible. Or not the Bible, <laughs> the Bible. The contract. <laughs> it's in the contract. It's in the BDSM contract. Wow. It's like you can consent to just You plain... just called it the Bible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But I feel like it sub? should be... It's so much more entertaining than the actual Bible. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny, though, that vanilla sex. It's, it's like you're in the contract. It's like, well, so you're willing to have vanilla sex with me if we must. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. So I don't even remember the last time I had vanilla sex. So, Lucy, I'm, I'm curious. What are some of your favorite commands to give to your man? Kneel. <laughs> Kneel. Yes. And then kiss my feet. That. So you have him kneel and kiss your feet. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, back to the pegging comment yeah. very earlier. <laughs> suck this dick. <laughs> or mine. Yes, it's mine. What do you, ha, but you say suck my dick. Yep. <laughs> so, kneel and suck my dick. Anything else? Mm-hmm. When we're actually having sex sex, um, and the if he gets too close... The coming, to coming. The, the coming, yes. And I'm like, do not do that. Excuse me. I did not give you permission to come. I was going to ask, have you ever like slapped it right before he was about to be like, no, oh, no. Oh, for I sure. And not wait, say slapped to come. it? The, like slap his slap member. You, his yeah, dick. Yeah. Cassidy, did you just I'm call sorry. his dick his member? <laughs> did that happen in the locker room? No. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Slap the balls, actually. It's much more effective. Occasionally, totally backfires and they come anyway. And you're like, oh, what a mess. <laughs> Sometimes that's what they Now need. you have to clean it up. It's great. Oh, you make them clean it up. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck. Yeah. So don't slap the dick. Slap the balls. Slap the balls. It hurts more. So everything sh- kind of shrinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. Unless they're into pain, then they might come. So, yeah. Now, if you want them to come, what do you, what do, you do? Let's say you're like, you're ready. You're like, this is the time. I enjoy coming together, so I will give them like I'm. I'm I can kind of tell when it's about to happen for me, and I am um, a person saying, "Hey, you got about three seconds <laughs> before right. I get to come, and you have to come with me. Uh, <laughs> if you don't come with me, you don't get to come at all." And wait, but you say that in the moment, just like that, or um, you like I'm not? Um, I yeah, pretty much say, "Come with me now." Or, all right. Or or not at all. I gotta well, try and channel it. And then it will be within the next three seconds. Okay. And and then if they do, good for them. <laughs> they don't. Tough luck, maybe next time. Then they don't get to come nope, at all. They do not get to come. That's the part of the scene. Oh. That's also agreed upon. Do you get prior. to come in the end? Yes, prior. If to you that. come with me and if you don't come with me, you're fucked. Yep. Wow. Well, no, you're not, actually. <laughs> you're the opposite of fuck. Cheers to that. <laughs> you're the opposite of fuck. I like that, though. You leave this room for, I'm going to tell you when I come, either you come with me or you get to suffer. Mm-hmm. Or just don't come. I mean, suffering. Is... Well, I mean, that is suffering. I mean, blue balls. Is... Mm. Sure. I mean, girl, From women what don't what I hear is uh, awful. Mm. I feel like we've had, we could go on for hours. Indeed. They, they might, there might be a part two. So we got through. I mean, well, the, yeah, we're definitely. For the portions of what to do first, some research. Uh, second, all the things around your house, including saran wrap and brushes of hair. Um, <laughs> part three, wild. part three, 
buy quality things. Others will just, yeah, invest. Um, other things will just fall apart within months mm -hmm. and uh, it's not worth it because then you're just wasting money. And um, yeah, I think we will go. If you want more specifics on something, please let Annette know and then we will address it in future podcasts. Right. And the way you do that is by emailing me at Annette, A-N-N-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, at sheexploreslife.com. Cassidy, do you have any last, this is your last chance to let listeners know something from a sub perspective? Um, I don't know. I think the big thing is just communicate. Don't be, like... I'm a very anxious human being, so I can say I come from the shy side a lot. And I can say being communicative about things that you have been anxious to talk about previously will be advantageous to you ultimately. And the exposure therapy of actually being confident enough to ask will be a game changer for your sex life. So this is a great message to yeah. men who want to be a submissive, right? Yeah, it's to everyone. So right. any sub out there, it doesn't, because it's not specific to gender, um, but like express what you want to do because reality is you're either a freak or a liar. <laughs> you're open a freak up a, or a liar. Open up about it so you can really enjoy the fun things. And just coming from a trainer perspective, you'll reach your fitness goals if you let your freak flag fly. I love that. Take advantage of it. It is a workout. Enjoy it. It's a more pleasurable workout. For sure. <laughs> you don't have to hire people like me to get your fitness goals. <laughs> Talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, you can also hire doms. You can hire doms as well. And we, we they are expensive, though. Oh. Hey, I'm oh expensive. God. There's value Not two hundred and fifty dollar an hour expected. No, 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 a lot cheaper than that. But. <laughs> yeah. How does that? How does that feel? That sounds so bad. I feel like I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> you <man>. are. <laughs> so this is our entry level conversation about how to dominate your dude. We did focus on men in this situation simply because I think part of taking down the patriarchy is looking at some of the stuff going on and like how it, it, it affects dynamics between men and women and how it's harmful to both, both guys. I think that when we talk about the patriarchy, oftentimes people are like, Oh, it's like shitty to women. True, true. But also it harms men and, and, and keeps men from getting their needs met. In general, it fucking sucks. So mm -hmm. that's why we decided to start with that. But as, you know, Cassidy did a wonderful job of demonstrating and Lucy also, regardless of gender, you can be either. And it's all okay. And it's all acceptable. And you're normal. Normal is just the setting on a dryer. There's no such thing as normal. <laughs> so if you have questions about this episode or, or um, you have comments. Concerns. Fact, concerns you disagree or you have information to add i actually uh had information about pegging added someone has sent me some information it will be going up in an article about pegging on sheexplorerslife.com your voice can be heard we're not just here to listen to ourselves we want to hear what you have to say so if you've listened to this and you feel like we've got it wrong or you have a different perspective or something to add 
then you can email me Annette at sheexplorerslife.com or get on our Facebook page. You can find us at at Locker Room Talking Shots. Uh, you can join our Facebook page, which is Locker Room Talking Shots Happy Hour, and you'll get all the extras. So videos, pictures, tons of stuff is going to be going up today. So please act, ask, <laughs> ask to be added. Clearly, I'm feeling the bend over Johnny. Um, and then you can also go to our website at LockerRoomTalkPodcast.com and you'll be able to get um, our recipes and articles and shit like that. Um, so I guess that's all I have to say, right? We're summing it up. We're going to start playing with some toys now. Yes, we will. Someone's getting spanked. <laughs> Someone's getting spanked. Uh, it's, it's not me. <laughs> it's not Lucy. I'll let you know how it goes. Hey, until next time. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> Ring loop. Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous brawn panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.